Hello and welcome to our next episode of Female Gentle Leaders podcast with Polly, your holistic business architect and energy healer. And I'm here with Via Marie Annie, who is a holistic success guide. That's why I'm saying it so slowly, because I almost said what she is with me, for me. So <laughs> have an amazing morning. And we are here to talk about Via Marie's Anink work with Superwoman, her Superwoman Symposium, and most of all, about overwhelm that we might be feeling, lots of us, now in these energies of January 2024. But I believe we feel overwhelmed and not knowing where to go often in our lives. So I'm glad that we can talk about it with Bia. And before we dive in, I would love for you to meet Bia. So Bia, could you tell us more about what you're doing as a holistic success guide? What does it mean? <laughs> Thank you so much, Polly. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so delighted to be on your podcast and especially being live today on this beautiful Friday morning. So um, what is a holistic success guide? Yeah, that's a very good question. And holistic means that I'm looking at the person, the whole person, not just at the business, not just at their life, not just at their health, not just at their well-being, but we incorporate everything because you're more than just your business. You're more than just your family. You're more than just, you are a powerful, energetic being that has multiple ways of expressing yourself. So that's why holistic. Then success. Success is a term that has been mm, dragged through the mud a little bit because I feel that society's definition of success just is not right. Because for the past, well, let's say 2000 years, but especially the last 100 years, it has been you need to go higher, you need to go faster, you need to go bigger, you need to go this, and you need to hustle, and you need this, and, and you need to do that 14 hours a day, while, especially as women, be sexy, be a good mother, be a good cook, be a good this, be a good that, and then you have to do all of this. And then you're successful if you're not burned out or you know have worked yourself into some kind of other mental health crisis. So for me, success is to figure out what you really want, what you really love, and then do that relentlessly. If it is to take care of kids, being a kindergartner, being a teacher, then that is your success. If, if you, while you're doing that, are happy and fulfilled and mentally and physically healthy, then that's even a bigger, a greater success. So I help you discover what success means to you. I help you what it means to be successful on your own terms. And if you figure out what success means to you, what you really want to create in this lifetime, because I believe there, there's more than just one lifetime, but we have this here right now to create our expression, we, to really come into this existence. And to do that for me is success. When you, and this term has been used a lot as well, 
authentically communicate your truest self. And a guide, because I'm a coach, I'm a mentor, I'm a consultant, I'm an, a master energy healer with uh, multiple different energy healing modalities. I am a, oh God, I don't know what the English word for it is, but I do acupressure on the feet, which is also, I also incorporate that in energy work, but also in physical work. So I have a lot of different things under my belt, but what, uh, what I do is I guide you. I help you. I support you. I'm your cheerleader. I am the one in your corner cheering you on, backing, backing you when you don't have anybody, when you have nothing else at the moment. Or, you know, when everybody's cheering you on, I will be your voice of reason. So that's, that's what holistic success guide means, basically. And I also have a podcast where Polly was also a beautiful guest on already, 52 Weeks of Flow, because flow is also one of my main, uh, my main reasons in life, to have a life lived in flow. Yes, so that's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, Bia. And I so love how you talk about success because I talk about it in the same way. I feel that too. And that's why we are so close to each other, right? Because we want for us all a different success. We want all of our women, friends, families, communities living their own success without measuring themselves towards or the cultural thing or just comparing them to what success means to somebody else. And it's amazing that this conversa conversation is up there, is out there, and we can really, I, I think we have more courage to really start living it. Mm. But we stop comparing ourselves to one another. So I'm glad that we can even live it ourselves and it's an amazing thing so how did you come to this point in your life because there's a story behind it I know some bits and pieces of your story but would you be able to share with us because you're a mom you're a wife you're a former actor your life has been a roller coaster I would say of adventure and this adventure led you to your mission to what you're doing now so what do you think were the most important part in your life that led you to this point oh okay i'm glad that you said the most important points because i could you know have <laughs> it's a it's a long story so i'm just i'm just going to keep it short and sweet but it basically started when i was seven And when my dad, or I was dancing around the house, singing and singing and dancing was my life at this point. And, you know, when you're a parent, you know, when you come home from work at some point, you just want to, you know, peace and quiet. And, and then you have your child, you know, running around dancing and woo, the whole time. So um, my dad, my dad ha had a really different kind of humor. Not many people understood his humor. Um, so he said to me, baby, you have the voice for the ballet. And I thought that was a compliment, you know, but if you know the ballet, then you know that, you know, at the ballet, you don't speak, 
You don't use your voice. You use your body for expression. So by that time, I did not know what that meant. So, but what it did was that sentence went into my subconscious and it triggered basically every decision that I have made in my whole life. Yes. It just chills, you know, I just need to tell you as a mother, chills. And <laughs> that's scary. It is. It truly is, you know, and it was just a funny comment. You know, my dad didn't mean to hurt me or anything. He, uh, when I was an actress, he came to all of my performances. He, you know, he loved when I sang. So back then it was just this, God, can you just give me some peace and quiet, please? But he packaged that in this just really funny comment. Um, so when I say it triggered or it implemented in every situation in my life or in every big decision in my life. It was that um, I wanted to be a dancer, but some things happened that I couldn't be a dancer. So I found the, another stage, acting. And I became an actress because I didn't have to use my own voice. I was giving my voice to somebody else's thoughts, feelings, meanings. I loved being somebody else because I had that belief that my voice was not to be heard. That belief implemented in me that my voice was not worthy. So... Through all my acting career, I was basically trying to fill that need, to fill that hole of making my voice worthy. But that's just not possible when you don't speak up, when you don't give your opinion, when you don't show your true authentic colors. So at some point, I'm so grateful for, um, for my friend Fleur Pode because she introduced me to a wonderful, wonderful coach. And she um, basically guided me. It was, it was actually, you know, business coaching for, for actors. But she guided me into that whirlwind of beliefs and habits that I have created to kind of protect that seven-year-old. To protect that seven-year-old that she doesn't have to face the truth of Having her father say that your voice is unworthy, which again, he did not mean like this, but that was my translation. So why now when I'm talking to my kids, I'm really, really careful what I say, especially when I'm annoyed, when I'm frustrated, you know, when I'm angry at, at myself, you know, sometimes we just load all our crap on our children. And those are then the sentences that implement and become limiting beliefs that will grow up with them. So yeah, to make a long story short, um, after, after, that kind of, after that coaching, I just discovered my voice. I discovered my calling. I discovered my purpose. And that is to bring my voice into this world and to shine a light on all the different things that we are suppressing. Because as women, we do, we suppress, we, we 
we make it smaller. We we try to arrange, we try to compromise just so that everything kind of fits. You know, but if a puzzle piece does not fit, we can cut it, you know, we can file it, we can do all those things, but it will still not fit because parts of it are missing. And that's why I discovered superpowers. That every one of us actually has a superpower, not just one. But there's like this main thing that we discover, oh my God, I'm really good at listening, feeling what other people feel, you know, knowing what will happen, stuff like that. And through all of my education, through all of my training, it has just like come through that this is what I'm meant to do on this planet, what I'm, why I'm here to ignite the superhero revolution to make sure that all of you know that you are special, that you have superpowers. And we need to call it superpowers because right now we're all made mediocre. Right now it's like, oh yeah, please, let's all fit in. Let's all be the same. Let's all be normal. But that is actually not normal to be normal. We're all different. Not in a way that, some, that one is better or you know, one is less. We're just different and we need to celebrate that. And we need to celebrate our unique strengths, our unique habits, our unique little quirks and things. And because that's what makes you amazingly authentic, human, powerful. So that's why. <laughs> yeah, I always say we are imperfectly perfect because exactly there's when somebody says normal, I always ask, what does it even mean? Like nobody, nobody can be normal. We just can't. And we always hide these parts that make us abnormal, imperfect. And we think then that's okay. But I agree with you. The superpowers are here. And because for me, my mission is similar to yours, but in business, I... I love just creating wealth with my clients and I I feel where the money is. I feel where in the business it is there for them. And what I always see is how the most easeful way we have, what is completely natural for us, we hide it and say, that's not my mission. That's not my superpower. I'm choosing this hard way because this is how it's supposed to be. The success yeah. is hard to get, hard to live. I need to sacrifice. I need to hustle and all of this. And when I show them like, but this is, this is what you're able to do in a blink of an eye. And this is what your clients want from you. Not that hard, hard thing that you're doing they start breathing, right? Mm. And I bet your clients too. These people start breathing and open themselves and just relax in the fact that, wow, it can be so easy because I'm just being me in my work and I'm not making myself be different just to be successful and live a happy life. And this is what we wanted to talk with you and with all of you here today, that we often don't know where to go. And you, Bia, you feel it really strongly now. 
as you talk with your clients and with us too, I feel it in myself as well. So many options. We love so many things. We do so many things. But the things grow, 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 grow. They overwhelm growth. So what can you tell us about how to work with this? Because it, I believe this comes in waves <laughs> during our lives. Is there something we can do not to lose ourselves in all of the things we love and want to do? Um, you always put that so perfectly in almost everything that you say is I come back to your heart. Because yes, we're all multi-passionate, we're all multifaceted. And if we really truly give into what we want, we want so many things. We want to create so many things in life. And when I say create, I mean, you know, you you maybe you want a family. Maybe you want to just be a successful solopreneur. Maybe you want, you know, be alone and be in in a monarchy or something like that. No, not monarchy. In a monastery. Sorry. <laughs> in a monastery and, you know, and meditate. But still, there are so many things, even if you want to be all by yourself, that you want to do, that you want to learn, that you want to create. This is how we're wired. That's what we see in our children, you know. Our We are wired to learn. We are wired to grow. We are wired to express and expand. And we lose that over time. And school plays a really big part in this because we're all made the same by being graded, by being tested. You know, it's all like you need to be on this standard right now. Some are ahead, some are below, but you need to be here. We all need to be here. We need to measure you. And the same even, you know, with when you go to, to your annual checkups with your babies. Oh, your baby is below the curve. Your baby is above the curve. Why does my baby have to be on the curve? My baby is an individual, you know. Maybe it's bigger than the rest of them. Maybe it's smaller than the rest of them, but it's healthy. We can do the blood work. It's all good. <laughs> so, so by really digging into our individuality, by by respecting and acknowledging that no process is the same, we will stay with our true north. We will stay, and, and that is your heart. You can say it is your heart, it is your soul, it is your higher self's guidance, but it is inside of you. So with everything going on around you, with all that noise around you, what you should, what you shouldn't, and what you want, Come back, take a moment of quiet and start to listen. And I know that that is not always easy, that our mind is so loud, that our thoughts are so much sometimes. So it is a muscle that you have to train, not have to, but are invited to train. Your heart's muscle, your soul's muscle your inner guidance muscle, I would say it. So come back and sit, maybe just five minutes, you know, start with five minutes. Yeah, I just wanted to ask, right? So how practically can we go back to ourselves? What do you do for yourself? So what I do now, because I'm a very visual person and I'm a very, I, 
I really like to see stuff. So I prepare a little space for me. I have a, this little rollout. Um, it's actually a towel, but it looks like a pretty cool um, circular carpet. And I just put, when I roll this out, kind of like a yoga mat, but I roll it out. And then um, I got some music. Sometimes I use music, sometimes I don't. But it takes me about a minute to set this up to do. I have some incense or, you know, some uh, some sage, something like this to also trigger like all of my senses, my smell, my touch. I have like a crystal that I just touch that I use that when I have this, when I smell this, then I am in my zone, that I'm in my little cocoon kind of thing. And then also my kids know, ooh, the carpet is out. Mommy's meditating. So, or mommy needs some time. Um, so this, this is then my way of just, you know, calming myself to coming back to myself. And even if it's just a minute, because usually it's like a minute, I'm like, oh my God, I have this insight. And then I, you know, start journaling or write something down. So I always also have like a, a notepad, a piece of paper, a, a pen nearby. So I just write that down. And then I and then I try to come back for that. I'm so most most of the time so excited for that thought or for that thing that I'm like, oh my God, I need to go on Canva and I need to create this graphic or I need to do this or I need to record, you know, a live or I need to go blah, 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 all of this. So And yeah. we're back with the overwhelm. Like Yeah, but it's back there. It's back there. But when you come, when you create this out of a moment of peace, you know, then you have already touched your inner knowing, then you already have touched your heart, then you have already touched your peace. And when you have, this is worth more than, you know, 20 hours of sleep. Because this gives you an energetic reset. And an energetic reset for your body means to, when you have been stressed, get out of fight or flight, out of the fight or flight mechanism. That means your nervous system resets and it really calms down. It starts from zero again. When it has been on like 99 for you know the whole day, you're like ding 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 ding, and then you okay, and then you then you come back in joy, and that's a major part. That's what I mean with you know looking for your success is like where's your joy, where's your fun? For me, everything has to do with fun. If it's not, that's like my inner compass when I how I make decisions. If it's if it doesn't bring me joy, if it doesn't if it's not fun, then I need to find the fun in it. And if I cannot find the fun in it, then I'm not going to do it. Also with corporations, you know, with collaborations, with all of that. If if I do not feel the fun, the joy in that, then I cannot do that. Even if the contract is really really big. But if it's just for me, it's ease. So I totally understand. Like I'm searching for the ease in every aspect of my life. And what I wanted to just catch there is that when we go back to our heart, to our intuition, when we connect, and then we go and act, it's different than the overwhelm. Because I think we sometimes miss the fact that not being overwhelmed or in hustle. It doesn't mean that we won't do anything. Mm -hmm. The other side isn't being still and not doing anything in my life. It, it won't bring less 
stress and overwhelm, but it's hustle mode and actions from within. And we will be still moving, doing a lot. But when it's from the different place, as you said, when it's from the zero point and when it's from the heart, the action means something else in our lives. They bring more. They don't tire us up so quickly. And that's the difference because I feel that we sometimes as women, we have so much things to do. Kids, relationships, friends, our businesses, we want to have it all and we really can. But it doesn't mean that we will stop doing it. I don't know if I'm, I, I just feel it there that it's really important. The fact that we will still be running through some days and dancing through other days, but we will just feel different because we will know it's our life we're living and not somebody else's. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and absolutely. Um, what I can make, uh, bring an example for that, you know, we can learn so much from the animal world. For example, when we look at lions, you know, we're all like, yes, be the lioness, be, you know, ah, be big, uh, be big, be bold, all of this. But when you look at it, a lion rests two thirds of the day. The rest of the day, they're looking, checking, you know, maybe having some rivalry thing going on and then they hunt and then they sleep again. So, you know, actually being the lion, it's like this, and you crash. You have like so much energy, and then, and then you're burned out immediately because they, you know, they cannot, they cannot hunt for long. They, they are not, um, they cannot do marathons. They only do sprints. But when you look at a turtle, a turtle might be slow. But a turtle is persistent and always gets to their point, to always gets to the goal. So I have adapted more of a turtle mentality. I know I'm really energetic and I'm really all over the place sometimes. But this thing about slow and steady wins the race is really a key point in my business. And especially also in January, you know, um, we have this thing that. For some reason, New Year's, fireworks and everything. Yes, let's do the new year, New Year's resolution. Let's get the body that you want. Let's get this. Let's kick off your business. Let's, uh, 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 uh. And you're already in this, in this imbalance because we're in winter. It is cold. And this season is for us to hibernate, to go inside, to do like an inner checkup, to do like an inner cleaning, to assess what we want and let go of stuff that we don't. But in society, it's like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. And you're like, oh, but, but, but I'm not really done. Okay, let's go. And so starting off the year with this slow and steady pace for me has been a game changer also in, in the world of overwhelm. I, I don't need to have my bikini body by, by the end of January. You know, I just need a body that I feel happy in all year around. That doesn't, you know, that doesn't mean that 
all of a sudden I'm going to change my healthy habits that I have established over the past, you know, five years to be like, oh my God, yes, I have gained one inch or one centimeter here on my hip over Christmas. That needs to go by the mid of January. Who are we kidding? Come on. There's so much pressure on us all the time to improve, to get better, to, you know, if you're, if, if this doesn't go, then you need to do this. If this isn't, then this. So coming back to what you said, you know, to really come back to yourself and to go back to zero and see, okay, what do I want right now? Do I need to hibernate? Okay, I need to hibernate. But that, like you said, doesn't mean that I'm not doing anything. It just means that I'm doing it at a slower pace, at a slower, healthier pace. So how do you do it, Polly? Well, for me, hibernating time is in summer. So for me, this is the quickest time of my rhythm. So I'm, I was always exploring it. Like, why am I so fast in autumn and winter? And then I talked to one of the shamans and she said, well, it depends on when you were born, not only on the yearly rhythm, but it depends on when you were born. And because I'm a lion and I'm an August, so I hibernate from June and then my energy goes up around my birthday and it stays up until May 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 when when it starts to feel hot I'm going down and and hibernating and cleaning everything and going down and deep this this is always the time when I check everything when I don't go out so much like in the world I'm not so seen in the world during summer. This is my time to hibernate. So I just wanted to mention, as you asked me, because it's important to even disrespect it. Like see, okay, somebody is really fast now. And as you said, for you, it's hibernating time. So hibernate. Or for somebody else, like for me, it will be the quickest time. And But still, for example, I'm doing a balance and growth boost in two weeks, in the same week as we having the Superwoman Symposium. And as you said, for me, this masterclass is all about zooming out, checking everything, putting away everything that doesn't work and making stronger the things that do work. And I don't know why it's connected to January. I think it's because of my energy and not the hibernating stuff, but still, yeah, it's important whenever we do it, right? And I wanted to ask you, because we didn't talk about the symposium. So if you're hibernating, why the symposium? Why do you think the symposium came to be in January? Is it because we need to go in inwards? Will it help us to go inwards? So the first time I ran the symposium was in November 2020, uh, 2022. So two years ago now, and or one and a half years ago, and it was already that was already my hibernation time, kind of. 
So it went really, really well. It was an amazing experience, but I almost burned out. And I discovered that in January, um, a lot of people just search for, for a good start, how to start the year, kind of. You know, we most of us have fallen into the trap of New Year's resolutions and doing this and doing that or kicking off the year, you know, like I already uh, elaborated a little bit. But the Superwoman Symposium came to me that it needs to be in January because it is a way of gently, of gently and powerfully starting the year. So what I mean by that is we have 31 amazing speakers that speak to, to the topics of self-love, but also nutrition, also business, also um, about spiritual stuff, about human design, about um, how, to, how to write a book, about how becoming a speaker, about, oh my God, there's so many, about money. We have so many amazing money topics. So if you want to grow and learn in the, in, the, in the field of money, that's a big thing at the moment because um, we just had a new moon in Capricorn, which means it's all about focus. It's all about, you know, straightforward action and about getting clear on things, getting aligned. So that energy is happening at the moment while we're transitioning into the Aquarian age, which is a complete energetic shift for the next, I don't know how many years, but we have been in the Piscean Piscean age for the past 2000 years. So um, it's good that we have this change. But so if you're experiencing some kind of turmoil at the moment, like a pull that you actually want to, you know, focus on yourself, but actually you're more concerned about the community, that is in this energy package right now. So that's why I created the symposium to be like this anchor, to be this anchor in this turmoil energy right now, in this pull and push energy so that you can really come there for three days and just hone in on what you want, on what you need, get amazing insight. Like I have recorded with all of the speakers already, and it's just like every session was mind-blowing for me. And I believe that it will be for you as well. Polly is one of our amazing speakers there as well. And ah, we had this beautiful, beautiful conversation about heart-led business. So if you're hustling, if you're grinding right now, then you need to come and attend Polly's talk because that talk might be the answer to your struggle right now. And yes. I'll show so the links. I will share it. And yeah, I'm so excited about it because it's, it's our passion, right? For both of us to bring ourselves and you back to you. Yeah. Because there's nothing more powerful than just acting and being ourselves and acting from within and listening to that inner guidance in all of the areas, right? We are talking with Bia in my talk about business because that's, that's just my zone of genius. But I bet that, and I know that 
we should just listen to our heart in anything in our lives. Parenthood, partnerships, ourselves, even when to eat, what to eat, when to sleep, when not to sleep, and whatever we need. It's it's just inwards, We're just there. Just go there. Find a carpet as Bea has. <laughs> and that's amazing. And um the last thing that I wanted to catch from your or from what you were sharing here is that you have that ritual of the carpet, of preparing the music, the scents and everything. And when I was studying shamanic journeys and shamanic ways of doing stuff, there is always that ritual. We always see the rituals there. But the most important thing is that preparing everything for the ritual is already the work. The preparing part, as you said, the carpet and the sage and just putting the things there. These are the moments that we already go inwards. That's why for Bia then it's sometimes a matter of a minute because she is already there. During the preparation, Bia's already feels the feels. She feels her body. She slows down. She concentrates on the ritual, on the preparation part. And this is what sets to success in the, in the ritual itself. On whatever topic you do it, even if you do it as we do it, I do it the same. I just have my table and just prepare it. And that's why we often could always also have some special dress for the ritual. Because even putting it on can switch something in our bodies, in our brain, like, ah, okay, this is the time. Now, me time, hard time, right? Do you feel that there, yeah, when you're preparing it, that you already go inwards? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, and for for a little while, I had like a hat, like a baseball hat, where it said me time, so that um, so that I I put that on, so that when my kids came in, I was just like. Because my kids didn't care about the carpet for a while. They didn't care about that, you know, there was, you know, smoke in the air or that it was with or that there was music on or something like that. They were just like, Mommy, rah, 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 rah. so I created this kepi. So when son said me time, I'm like, here, read this. And my, my you know, my seven year old, she can read it. She's like, focus on, on, should we focus on the fact that they can't read? Well, she's my seven-year-old. She can read now. She can, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've, um, and when I, when I got the, when I got the baseball cap, I was like, so this, this here up here says that it, when I have this on, it says my time, not your time. Not, not if you're. I know this is really bad, but I said, if you're not bleeding, if, you know, if the house is not on fire, you need to go to your dad. Do not come to me when I'm wearing this cappy. <laughs> I need to buy that cap too. And I think I would need it even while eating. I think my kids have, or 
my youngest, my son of five-year-old, he has a superpower of his own. And the second mommy sits down to eat her food in peace and quiet, because as my human design says, I need the peace and quiet, he comes. <laughs> I, I, just, I just take the fork. He comes right away. Mommy, I need this. I need this. I need this. And I'm, oh, and I'm starting to like go and say, okay, I'm eating. Do you see me eating? Yes, but I need it, right? So I need the cup. I need the cup. I love it. I send it to you. I send it to you. <laughs> so that's an amazing thing how we can end our, our conversation here. But is there something you feel you need to mention and conclude what we are talking about here? I feel that whatever pace you're going at the moment, if you're pushing, if you're hustling, or if you're hibernating, or whatever your pace is at the moment, I invite you to check that. Check it. If it's coming from inside of you or if that is something that is coming from the outside because you have always done it that way because this is how it's supposed to be like Polly said right now she is in go time like for me it's actually this really slow and steady turtle pace right now so whatever pace you're going at the moment really check in with yourself and really see what you want at the moment, what brings you joy. I think that that for me is the most important thing. And by everything that you're doing at the moment, you would like to join the Superwoman Symposium, then I would be delighted to have you because um, our speakers have not only, you know, gifted us their time, but they're also giving away so many amazing presents that you can actually just download right away when in the talk, or you can also, you know, upgrade and then have, there are so many speakers who are gifting one-on-one -on -one sessions, one-on-one -on -one sessions with a money expert, one-on-one -on -one sessions with an energy expert, one-on-one -on -one sessions with, you know, a nutritionist, like this is, it, this is crazy. This is insane. So if you want to kick off 2024 in whatever pace you want, but with personal guidance from the top experts in the world, then I invite you to come because this is just an incredible opportunity. Thank you for creating that space and that movement. I, I really feel it being a movement. So yes, join us. I will share the link and let's enjoy this time together. And thank you, Bia, for, for being here, for sharing your, your life, what you do, how you live, how you walk the talk. <laughs> and have an amazing day for all of you and see you next time. <laughs>